Oh no. <laughs> Hello everybody. <laughs> this is the uh, wonderful world of vampires number 2. Oh my gosh. Ah ah ah. You're my favorite. <laughs> We're back from the holidays. I know we said we'd do a part 2. It's been a while now. Yeah. But we are back. We're going to finish up the wonderful world of vampires. What do you have for us today? Um, well, let's count them. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> if you haven't already, I would strongly suggest going and listening to Wonderful World of Vampires episode one. We talked about a bunch of monsters that all loosely fit the vampire genre. Genre. <laughs> so, yeah. And we kind of ran out of time because there's a lot. So we're going to try and finish up the list today. Well, we just had a hard time not picking a ton of them. Yeah. Because some of them are funny. Some of them are cool. Some of them are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to make that a compact list. It, it really is. And... Depending on what you're using as your definition of vampire, that mm -hmm. list varies in length. Now, we mentioned in episode one, but there's been a couple of episodes in between there and here. What were the different types of vampires that we were talking about in episode, in the first vampire episode? You mean like how we were kind of categorizing them? Yeah. Or do you want me to go down yeah. the list of what they were? No, just how we were categorizing so them. So just based off of my study, I saw there were the undead variety. Mm -hmm. There were the cryptid variety. Mm -hmm. And then there were the witches. Right, okay. Those were our three categories. Okay, I needed a little... Hey, it's 10-10. <laughs> Gosh, we've been getting so many crazy numerology signs lately. Also, we're recording this on the night of the full moon. Oh, I love the moon. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> the goblins do too. Oh my gosh. So speaking of the goblins, I got a story. Uh-oh. So for Christmas, they each got blankets. And a few days after or whatever, they had me tie them around them like capes. Mm -hmm. And goblin number one was like superhero, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, goblin number two comes running in the room and she puts her arm up in front of her face and she goes I'm a vampire <laughs> oh I love it when they pull out the vampire vampire I'm a vampire vampire it was real funny oh. it was very intimidating <laughs> she's an Aries so you know <laughs> fierce love <laughs> so let's see what's on our list tonight on part one, we had a lot more of the more traditional type vampires. Traditional uh, as in like Nosferatu, Dracula? Well, like that and also just like humanoid creatures with fangs. Okay, yes. There's some crazy monsters on tonight's agenda. Yeah. Let's start, let's start the night off with one of the weirder ones. Are you going to be able to pronounce any of their names? I'm going to try my hardest. <laughs> I wouldn't want that job. <laughs> Pardon my French. Is it French? I'm doing my best. <laughs> this one's called the Mananangal. 
Okay. It is a mythical creature from the Philippines. You see, what happens is... <laughs> what happened was... What happened was... <laughs> during the day, it walks around like a person. Mm-hmm. And then at night, it, like, waist up, rips off of its legs and grows bat wings. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. <laughs> Just a torso flapping around. Just a flying torso. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, that will suck your blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't with you tonight. <laughs> it's described as a scary, often hideous. Well, I would imagine it's a torso. <laughs> um, so... This is a, a pretty big difference between this one and one of the monsters we're going to talk about later in the list. This this one is usually depicted as a female, oh, but could be male. Hmm. The other one we'll get to is always female. Hmm. Okay, uh, but it, it's usually female. It could be male, and it's uh, it, like I said, it severs the upper torso and sprouts huge bat-like wings. The word mananangal comes from the word tangal which means to remove or to separate so does it just sprout wings or do the arms turn into wings i i think it sprouts wings i think it still has arms okay so cool just more the terrifying to eat you with <laughs> my dear <laughs> oh, no. um, speaking of eating what does it prey uh-oh. on blood (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure babies are involved yeah so it can be found all over the um asian pacific like many of these monsters it's the same monster but you'll see a different word for it for the different cultures we're talking specifically here philippines but you can also find the same monster in malaysia Mm. um probably indonesia a lot of these places right in, right in there. Just kind of their own translation of it. Mm-hmm. Now, it does share some weaknesses with your typical vampire, such as garlic, salt, and sunlight. Mm. I do believe the way to actually defeat one is to find the rest of its body. Like, when it's flying around, you go find its legs, and it has to rejoin itself before sunrise. Mm. So, you, so hide and you, you hide the legs. Uh, I think you can also salt the legs so that they can't Oh yeah, that would be rejoin. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the hide and seek idea better, though. It could be fun. It could be. It's like squid games or whatever. <laughs> You take a childhood game and you make it deadly, and <laughs> everyone well, has fun. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. What? Brothers Grimm? Disney turned them into some fluffy story, and they were never originally a fluffy story. That's so. true. Like we've talked about, this is probably, what, the third episode in a row we've talked about scaring children? <laughs> is it? Oh, man. Are we on a streak? We are now. <laughs> It's a thing now. Okay. You'll start keeping <laughs> score, I guess. 
but please still continue to not take parenting scared, advice from Tanner. <laughs> scared children are well-behaved children. Oh Lord. Yeah, so that is uh, the Mananangal. <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking of <laughs> your bad little Red Riding Hood joke a second ago, this next vampire looks like the wolf dressed in Granny's clothes. It, it does, and I halfway wonder if this has any sort of connection to the vampire werewolf rivalry Ooh. i don't know i'm just going out on a limb here but well where what um area is it based out of so we're talking about the aluka which is an ancient jewish looks like a cryptid to me yeah it's a monster it, the word translates as horse leech <laughs> what uh that's a that's a real animal a horse leech what it's a leech with many teeth that feeds on the throats of animals so, uh, like, all leeches? Because <laughs> that's... I, I didn't know it had a specific horse leech name. I, could, I, I guess I could understand the leech translation, though. Because, I mean, that's all a vampire is. Yeah, and so there's... I think depending on the source... It, it's one of those gray areas because it is such an old one mm-hmm. that it's depending on what source you're looking for this is either a type of monster or one specific entity hmm. well i think it's really interesting that in uh, your notes here about it it's in proverbs yeah solomon refers to a female demon named aluka in a riddle he tells in proverbs the riddle involves Luca's ability to curse a womb bearing seed. That's one thing I've, I've seen with a lot of the witch type vampires. It has There's typically something to do with childbearing or, you know, cursing the ability of mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. And the Alukas also can be closely associated with Lilith, which of course is considered the mother of monsters and a lot of lore. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yum. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to yum with Lilith. Oh. All the good stories have Lilith in it. Oh. Goodness. <laughs> to all of our listeners out there, please pray for me. <laughs> you scared, bro? I keep holy water by the bed. Uh, yeah, actually, he bought it on our honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> So the next one I want to talk about is another specific creature, not a variety of creatures. Okay, what do you mean? Like Dracula. Oh. Dracula is one specific monster. Mm-hmm. Not all not... of them. Okay. This is the Patasula from Colombia. If if we read the legends right, there's only one Patasula. Oh, okay. Not a, a bunch of them okay. out there. It's just one. Gotcha. And this is the one-legged vampire. (laughs) I don't... (laughs) What is it with the symmetrical vampire? (laughs) Or asymmetrical? Asymmetrical. Asymmetrical. (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) You think she gets her blood from IHOP? Dang it, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, so this is a one-legged vampire that is, stays in the jungle in Colombia. 
I don't think they have IHOPs there. I bet you there's one. You think so? It's the International House of Pancakes. Oh, true. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> Duh. So the Patasula appears in the form of a beautiful woman and seduces her victims. So kind of like a siren. Mm-hmm. And she'll, she lures them into the jungle where she lets out her creature form and then devours them. Well, the picture you have of her makes her look like she could act like she's hurt. Yeah. And like she's in the jungle. And I think that kind of derives into one of the virgins of... Virgins. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't even talked about sacrificing any yet. (laughs) One of the versions of her origin story. She belie- she's believed to possess only one leg, which terminates in a cleaved bovine hoof. What? So her one leg has a hoof, and what? then the other one is a is a nub. Oh my lord! How how can you <laughs> cry wolf, so to speak? <laughs> and then you walk up on her, thinking she's just hurt, but she has a, a hoof foot. That's like number one bad sign. Red flag. <laughs> red flag, bro. Okay. Everyone, make your notes. <laughs> it's a red flag. Don't do it. It's a trap. In her natural state, La Patasola has a terrifying appearance. She is described as possessing one breast, bulging eye, cat-like fangs, a hooked nose, and big lips. I'm going to s- just stop you right there. Don't go any further. Are you gonna, so give us our red flags here. I ran out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go towards the monster-looking creature. If what? you see a Picasso painting in the jungle, <laughs> you're on fire stay tonight. Away. <laughs> uh, but she can shape shift, so that's like her natural. So. That's her true appearance. Okay. See, if you would have led with this. It would have been very helpful. Well, <laughs> hindsight's twenty twenty. Okay. If you say so. So she can shapeshift to be, and then seduce her victims okay. into the jungle. Okay. I let it slide. Does she also just drink their blood? Yes, she's she's just a blood drinker. Okay. So her origin story varies, but it follows some sort of pattern. It's like uh, La Llorona. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of stories of. La Girona, but they're all similar, mm-hmm. you know. They usually follow the pattern of a scorned, unfaithful, or otherwise bad woman. Some believe that she was a mother who killed her own son and was then banished to the woods as punishment. Others believe that she was a wicked temptress who was cruel to both men and women, and for this reason they mutilated her with an axe, chopping off one leg. Mm-hmm. And then throwing it into a fire, she then died of her injuries and now haunts the forest. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> There's probably a dozen other stories of of her origin, but... Basically, you, you were a bad person. This is your punishment. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Stay away from them Picasso paintings. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Speaking of red flags... This next one that you picked is a whole red flag. It's terrifying. So this is the 
Pin Angalan. Okay. Trying my best. <laughs> uh, this is a Malaysian vampire. This one is closely related to the Menangal, which is the first one we talked about. The flying torso. The flying torso. But this one is just a flying head, spine, and lungs. It flies? Yes. Oh How my else would Lord. it get it around? Well, the picture makes it look like it is slithering, slithering like a snake. The way I interpret it is these is the lungs are kind of like wings. Oh my gosh, that's the. Uh, I don't know what's worse. <laughs> I really or thought, better. No, not better. <laughs> Definitely not better. <laughs> uh, but but this creature is closely related to the first one. Um, however, this one is always female. Mm. How does it become just the spine and lungs? There are more women who practice black magic. Okay. To become a penangal, a woman must meditate during a ritual bath in vinegar with her whole body submerged except for the head. Not to sound ignorant, but I don't have the right words to describe it, but it's almost like a spell. Mm-hmm. It's a ritual. Mm-hmm. So... By doing this ritual, you become the creature for the for that amount of time. Gotcha. <clears throat> when you say that amount of time, what do you mean? Uh, for like the night. I think you, like the other creature, I think you have to be back in your body by the sunrise. Okay. <laughs> Why would you want to perform this ritual to turn into this creature? Well, they practice, they're oh, black well, magic they practice practitioners. Black, yeah, okay, yeah. The vinegar helps to shrink the organs... To help her get back in the body. That's why you bathe in vinegar. That's super weird. Penangal was once a woman. She used the magic arts of a demon whom she trusted by devoting herself to a service day and night for an agreed term after which she was able to fly. That is to say, her head and neck could fly when loosened from her body. It's terrifying. So it's a flying head and random organs that eat your blood. Good. And children's blood. Good. Yeah, of course. Duh. The victims are traditionally pregnant women and young children. As traditional melee dwellings were stilt houses, the Penangal would hide under the stilts of the house and use its long tongue to lap up the blood of the new mother. That's a stiff Bloody Mary. (laughs) (laughs) So this was, I think, you you know how folklore comes around to sometimes explain things. Mm Mm-hmm. I think this was, it, it says those whose blood the Penangalan fed on usually contracted wasting disease. So wasting disease is a, it's a chronic, contagious neurological disease that affects deer, elk, and moose. It causes a de- degeneration of the brain resulting in uh, emaciation, abnormal behavior, loss of bodily function. So it's a lot like mad cow disease. Gotcha. But the story of the Penangal, they were using that to explain why some of these I, th- I think they were using it to explain why some of these women were getting this disease okay if, that makes sense just like a lot of people believe traditional european vampires were the cause of tuberculosis right yeah okay and the same sort of thinking as that yeah okay so to destroy one once it leaves its body and is safely away it may be permanently destroyed by either pouring pieces of broken glass into the empty neck cavity or by sacrificing the body and then destroying it uh, through cremation. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to reconnect with my body if it was full of glass. No, but I also wouldn't want to chance it and not just go ahead and cremating the body. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Smarter, not harder, maybe? <laughs> maybe. Also, if I just found a headless body, I would probably be a little freaked out. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know. The flying torso might get you. That's pretty terrifying. Yeah. There's some scary stuff out there. <laughs> We're learning. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> okay, so this next one, I'm really going to say pardon my French because I think the name is French. Okay, I'll allow it. <laughs> so this is called the Sequoyant, also known as the Lagaru. Mm. It is a woman by day, but in the night she can become a sentient fireball it looks super cool yeah (laughs) this creature i think is a product of blending cultures okay it's from trinidad in the caribbean it's a mixing of your traditional european vampire ideas and african voodoo type culture okay that's cool so you get all that put it in a blender and you get the Laguru. I'm going to say that word because it's a lot easier to say. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, a lot like the Patasola, there's a lot of origin stories for her. She's she's more of a character than a type of creature. Okay. I, I guess the origin, there, there's the original one is like a character, much like we see Dracula, mm-hmm. but she can spread it through biting. Gotcha. And turn other women into this, this Only creature. women? Uh, that's what it looks like from just from my notes that i found so some stories suggest that it's just like an old haggard woman other stories suggest that it spreads from woman to woman through bites and and such many people believe that the sequoyant mm-hmm. only attacks people that have done evil to others okay so uh, you can see the morality story in there uh that you see a lot of times in folklore as you punish, right you, you punish bad, and the way you avoid it is by being good. Yeah, that's cool. Keep the children scared. <laughs> Back to the children. <laughs> Keeping the street going. Other stories portray her as, much like the Patasola, a seductress mm-hmm. who who lures her prey to her. One thing I find super interesting about not only this creature, but a lot of folklore-type creatures is, oh, we talked about this in Part one with the hopping vampire is the obsession of counting. Oh, okay. So uh, the the succulent is obsessed with counting rice grains. So I just you, I just don't understand why that's an ailment. I don't I don't <laughs> know, but you dump your bag of rice out, and then you'll have plenty of time to get away. I mean, because if it works, it works. Because they'll have they 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 cannot not count it. Yeah, yeah. If it works, uh, the way you would destroy one is to. Basically, at night, they shed their skin and become a fireball. Mm-hmm. So you find their skin and you burn their skin. They can't go back to human form again, and thus the monster is no more. Could you imagine anybody just stumbling upon any of these vampires that we've talked about that just leave various body parts laying around? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you know that there's a monster in the woods and you're trying to kill it and you know how to do it, this one thing. You know Keep what you're looking with for. with your stuff. I mean, I guess, but if it's never bothered you, <laughs> and you're just like, 
how did this skin get here? It's a full suit. Where's Buffalo Bill? Oh, Oh, no. Ed Gein. Oh, no. The next one I'm going to briefly mention, but I went back and forth on whether we should actually keep it on the list or not. How come? Uh, This is the Pontianak from Indonesia. She looks like the grudge. She does look like the grudge. From what I I found online, it said that she has vampiric tendencies, but going through a lot of the descriptions and stuff, it's from what I could find is it's your typical lady in white mm-hmm. ghost. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, you, you find those all over the world in castles and uh, mansions. There's always a, a lady in dressed in white that haunts the place, you know, and, and this falls more in that category. Just so how would she have vampiric tendencies if she's more like a ghost? Okay. So, in Malaysia, th- this is another one that kind of hits all these little Asian cultures. In in the Malaysian version of it, it depicts them as bloodsuckers. Oh, okay. And that's really the only tie there. Just, <laughs> no pun intended, but bleeds between <laughs> <laughs> different stories. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... It's worth a mention, just that way, if anyone is interested, you can go check out more. And we might go into it more when we cover Phantoms or something later, but I, I definitely... Like looking at the picture. I feel like she's staring into my soul. Ugh. See? I was fine See? until you said that. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have one more to talk about? We have one more. What's that one? This is the Vatalas. This is from ancient India. Is this one kind of similar to the uh, our vampire episode one about the other vampire that hangs from its feet? No. Oh. That's just the picture here. Um, so, so in episode one, those were like cryptids. Mm-hmm. This is... Hook feet. Y- yes. The this feet, is yeah. a... Hindu demon and or type of demons it depends on which translation you're looking at but what they do is they actually roam around graveyards and they possess the corpses oh and then the corpses come back and do vampire stuff but naturally I thought that was super interesting because in European lore like the vampire is still technically that same person yeah, just altered. Just in an altered state. Whereas this is, it's the body of that person, but that, the spirit of that person is not. Just an empty vessel. It's, it's just an empty vessel that this creature has possessed to roam the physical world. Well, and that's very demon-esque anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was super interesting. Um, it has a lot of ties with. Hinduism, the, the the Hindu pantheon, which I'm definitely not an expert in. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how it relates to all of that, but it is uh, tied in with the lore of like several of the Hindu gods. Oh, that's cool. Just to get into their... In a way, it's kind of like um, 
to us anyway. Um, I don't know if modern Hindus still believe this or not, but at, to just for simple comparison's sake, to us it's a lot like the looking at Greek mythology. Okay, right? yeah. The way I interpret it is like Hades has his own minions. This would be the minions of their death god. That makes sense. They have close relations with Shiva, which is the Hindu death god. That's kind of cool. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty interesting, just for the fact that they were a little bit different take than what I would think of as a vampire. Yeah, just I never even thought of it of looking at it from a mythology point of view. Well, and not even that, but just the possessing the body, not the body itself coming back. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, got learnt. Got learnt. We made it through the list. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> So now everyone can be fulfilled that part two has been completed. We're not going to leave you hanging. Achievement unlocked. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening and supporting us. It means a lot to us. Yeah. And we love it whenever we see you guys on our social medias. My favorite thing is to like a few days after we post an episode, go check out the analytics, see how many people listen so far. <laughs> It's I love crazy. it. It's exciting. It's uh, we had a listener in Singapore. Yeah, where were some of the other ones? Um, f- from what I remember, uh, U.S., Belgium, France, United Kingdom, Canada, Mexico, Guatemala, Singapore, Germany. I think that hits all the ones that I've seen. But if we left your country out, we love you also. Yeah, that just it blows my mind being just panhandle of texas (laughs) and being able to reach that far that's way cool we super appreciate it oh i just remembered we were going to talk about that movie we can mention it real quick okay go for it um (laughs) you're so excited (laughs) golden retriever energy yes (laughs) so if you haven't heard there's a movie coming out it's going to be called renfield oh yeah and it has Nicolas Cage as Dracula. <laughs> and it looks ridiculous. He can be so weird. He it's not that he can be, he is. He's just weird. I know, but it could make or break the movie. I know. <laughs> because the trailer I thought the trailer was awesome and it has it the, does look fun. Um the main male actor from Warm Bodies yeah. in it. And he's like his familiar. It looks fantastic. It's my kind of cheese, I think. I'm hoping that it has the same, um, like, surprise enjoyedness as uh, Violent Night. I hope so. Because I ended up loving that movie. The um, Did you notice the lighting effects in Renfield? It all looks like it has the, like, neon back glow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So I'm pretty stoked about it. It comes, it hits theaters in April. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, keep your eye out for it. I'm excited. Nick Cage is a vampire. <laughs> it's great. Oh, it's good stuff. We'll see. To okay. be determined. <laughs> that's all. I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Be sure you're checking out our socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. That's it. Shoot us an email. Yep. We'd love to re- hear from you guys, and we appreciate it. Every, every single one of you that are listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye.